0: This week on Tea with Queen and Jay, Blackface is trying to ruin Black History Month. J-Lo is trying to ruin Black History Month. MAGA hats are trying to ruin Black History Month. But there's still time. It's Tea with Queen and Jay, people. Drink up. Queen
1: of Jay. Tea with Queen and Jay.
0: Goodness. Okay. <laughs> that works. Yeah. Welcome, Welcome to, to Tea with Queen and, Queen and Jay. We, we are, are two, two womanist race nerds talking shit over tea, dismantling white supremacist, supremacist patri- patriarchal capitalism. One, one episode, episode at, a at a
2: time. I'm Queen. I'm Jay. And, and this, this is with Tea with Queen and Jay. And. Jay. Ew. All right. Supremacist. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I didn't let that
2: go if you would like to follow the conversation being had on this hip podcast you can do so by using by using our hashtag hashtag T with QJ use that on all the social media Instagram Twitter Facebook um instagram stories all of that use that we love when you use that
0: that's right this is also a spot of tea episode so unlike our full-fledged all-out episodes there are less segments and it allows us to do a show every week yeah. since it's just us two right
2: mm-hmm. it's a team of two that's right whole production company two
0: two two <laughs> how are you
2: i'm good how are you doing jay
0: i'm good we had a really good weekend we saw each other this weekend. Maybe yeah, we did. And it was fun. I mean, we see each other almost every weekend doing the oh, podcast. we do. But we got to not do the podcast and see each other this weekend.
2: Yeah. And it was a good time. Why do you say it like that? My brain hurts.
0: Oh. <laughs> it was a good time. We did end up having a lot of um, a lot of in-depth conversations with strangers. That, I don't like strangers. Well, there's that yeah that aside from those moments we had a good time yeah
2: you're right you're right, right? you are right all right
0: cool James do you want right. to tell people um what libations are
2: yes i sure do so libations are when we pour some liquor <laughs> tea mm-hmm. water whatever the libations mm-hmm. for the people places and things that give us black ass joy yeah. Well, I'm gonna start with my libation. Okay. Um, so yes, I'm gonna pour libations to Ruben, who is an artist. We mentioned him on a. we mentioned him a few episodes ago, um, to tell people to go to his Etsy store because we really enjoy his art. Um, his Instagram is that's broobs.psd. That's B-R-O-O-B-S. D. Um and on his Instagram, he is doing a black history. Kind of thing. So all of his, not all of them, but most of his posts are highlighting, paying homage to Black women and queer Black people mm-hmm. um for Black History months And dope. all of the photos are dope because we like his art, like yep. we've, we've said last time. But it's nice to see people like Stacey M. Abrams, Marsha P. um Tarana Burke, James Baldwin. There's a mm-hmm. lots of other people too. Johnson. Oh yeah, thank you, mm-hmm. Marsha P. Johnson. Get him love and being highlighted for Black History Month. um, People from the present who are making history and also people who are ancestors Mm -hmm. who put in a lot of work for us.
0: Yeah, and he does... um, His artwork is Mm collage-based, so it's usually really pretty and colorful. And well put together. Yeah, so libations to brubes. Also, I have a libation.
2: What's your libation?
0: Well, us as two 4C natural hair... Having women Mm -hmm. who also wear extensions and crochet Mm -hmm. and wigs and all that good shit. Yeah. We were asking for edge control suggestions. Yes. Something to uh, just, you know, keep our edges edges chill, down, keep them laid, not let them get flaky, keep them right and tight, make our baby hairs look like baby hairs. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You know. And y'all came through with mad suggestions. Mad suggestions. Uh, We didn't record any of them here. Um, Nope no okay no. should we share any of them or no okay
2: they gave us suggestions
0: <laughs> right thank you <laughs> thank you everyone for those suggestions yeah we really really appreciate yeah, it yeah we're gonna try some of that shit out and report our findings back yes, exactly. yeah if we find one that we really we're fucks gonna... with that works for us then we will let ollie we out will know. let
2: all the other four see but
0: thanks know. everybody for playing i'm excited about my next um hairdo that exposes my edges <laughs> you know I'm excited i'm wearing bangs uh, right now so it's not it's not showing but do you want to tell the people about donating to T with, with, with queen and J podcast yeah
2: i do so donating to tea with queen and J. so the reason why we ask for donations is because it helps sustain this podcast sustain progress this podcast progress. and keeps the lights on for lights. this help. okay that's what all of the donations do for mm-hmm. Tea with Queen and Jay. That's right. So We're
0: actually we're getting ready to go to South by Southwest.
2: So donations will help with that actually, absolutely. as well. They'll
0: help us fucking eat. They'll help us with lodging, which we still don't have.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: And um, yeah, some of our travel. So that would be extremely helpful.
2: Dope, dope, dope. So if you want to donate, you can go to our website, teawithqueenandjay.com. On our home page. if you slide down, there is where we give two options. Mm-hmm. Also, those options are in our show notes. There are are. links to just donate there if you don't want to go all the way to the website. So the two options are PayPal. Mm -hmm. PayPal is where you could come if you want to drop something in collection plate um, just one time. Mm -hmm. No commitment. Drop however much you want, whenever you want. That is the PayPal. Mm -hmm. And then we have our Patreon. That's where we ask for a little bit more commitment. Um, We're only asking for $2 a month. $2. And, yeah, you can give more or less if you would like. But we are just asking for $2 a month. Also, Mm -hmm. other ways to donate that are not monetary you can share this podcast subscribe to this podcast share. wherever you listen to it rate, rate review rate. tell a friend um tell a friend to tell a friend tell that friend to tell another fucking friend mm-hmm. all of that shit so those are ways that you could donate and help progress T with queen and J and spread the word
0: of That's this right. podcast just a quick note about our PayPal. If you make an attempt to donate to our PayPal and you're unable to for some mm. reason, we did. There There was a little period of time when we um, had to, like, re-verify some information. Yeah. So if you go to donate to our PayPal and it's not working right now, you can shoot us an email and we will give you another option or something like that. If your if your preferred method to donate to us is, is PayPal. PayPal. Yep. Okay. So yes, shoot us an email. If that, if you've tried it and it doesn't work and we will take care of that for you. Yeah. And thank you all so much, yo. Yeah. Speaking of thank yous, mm-hmm. we have some donation libations. Our donation libations for this week. Uh, we have new Patreon subscribers. Okay,
2: Patreon was turned up.
0: It was turned up. Mm-hmm. Uh, Laura upped their pledge. Thank you so much. We appreciate you. Our homies at Marsha's Plate Black Trans Talk Podcast. Ew. They upped their pledge. Thank Ew, you so thank much. You. And uh, we have new subscribers. AS, thank you. Thank Rosara, you. thank you. Martin Chrissy Karis. GP and Shay, thank hey, Sh- all hey. of you. Yeah,
2: I'm about to say, "Hey Shay, I don't know you."
0: Okay, I just but you know, felt like I did. Well, hey, hey is in the name Shay, so <laughs> there it go. is. There you have it. There it is. There you go. So we also got a PayPal donation from Aggie or Aggie. Please forgive me if I mispronounce that. And Aggie says many thanks. Many, you're welcome. That's right. <laughs> and thank you all so much for contributing to the growth of this podcast. podcast. What? Kind of tea are you drinking? I'm
2: drinking chai chi. What kind of tea are you drinking? What chai
0: okay? You sound like you said chai chi.
2: Oh, okay, I just said tt instead of just chai.
0: True, you're right, yeah, you're right. (laughs) Chai means tea. Yeah, what are you drinking? I am also having a chai tea latte, it's delish. A tt latte, (laughs) it's delish, and hopefully, it will um keep us awake all night for when we edit this podcast. We shall see, we will see. And what are your pronouns?
2: My pronouns are she and her. What are your pronouns, Jay?
0: My pronouns are she, her, they, them. And what are you affirming for yourself this week?
2: So I'm affirming that I'm a bad bitch. That's what I always affirm. I'm affirming that I am enough. I'm affirming that I will be self-employed and financially wealthy without trauma because fuck that shit. Mm-hmm. And I affirm that I am the one. You are the one. Yes. You're right. Okay. Fuck Neo. Fuck him. I'm the one. Mm-hmm. Okay. You want civilization to be saved? Ask me, you because I ain't with that shit. I just, okay. I am the one. I right. have done enough labor. I like okay. it. Yeah. I like it. I support What do you that. affirm for yourself, Jay?
0: Um, I affirm for myself, per usual, that I am not a lady, which means that I'm not a part of ladies. Um, that happened to me this weekend a lot. It did. And That's
2: because strangers. Yeah, it's strangers. <laughs> We're
0: warming up, though. We're warming up. I did correct one person, mm-hmm. and then I will continue to like help that spread Throughout the team as we get a little bit more comfortable mm-hmm. with one another, you know? Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm not a lady. I am enough. I'm healthy. Somebody call me a lady on Twitter too. Somebody who li- listens to our podcast yeah, allegedly. Do that. Come people
2: on. Do that. I saw that too.
0: Yeah.
2: I was like, um Stop. Ooh, I'm a lady I'm a right <laughs> Only here. if you
0: I mean if you like, only if you know. Like you know already. Anyway. All right. So I'm not a lady. I'm enough. I'm healthy. I'm happy and I'm rich. My rent is paid for at least the year and all my bills are paid. Income, income, income. All expenses paid, travel. I affirm I'm gonna have that shit. Actually, you know my homegirl hit me up, like, hey, I was listening to the podcast, I was listening to the podcast. Do you know how you get into South by Southwest yet? I was like, no, nah, I don't know. She was like, Okay, yeah, I could put something towards your flight. I was um, like, what?
2: That's what affirmations. What? That's why you affirm everything. What? That's why I be affirming shit. What? All the fucking time. What? Look. I'm anyway, saying.
0: thank you, Akima. I appreciate you. Mm. And I affirm thick hair, yo. I affirm mm. thick ass, thick hair. And that's it. Okay. Those are my okay. affirmations.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I affirm.
0: Affirm it. So we had a few things we wanted to discuss on this spot of TS episode. Yes,
2: yes, yes. But real quick, I wanted to share a Black History fact. All right. That um, isn't hugely known, but I wanted to share it. Tell us. So today we are recording on February 11th, -hmm. and on this day, eight years ago, right, um, Prince was performing. And Kim Kardashian got on stage Tell and it. she didn't dance and he kicked her off the stage. Mm-hmm. This is a huge moment in black history. Right. If you're not going to be in this black ass space and dance and do what this black man Tell says it. to do in this moment because mm-hmm. we're here having fun and enjoying ourselves, bitch, get off the stage. Get off the stage. And he kicked her off the stage. Get off and the I stage. really enjoyed that moment. My mom was in the audience. Oh,
0: she was fantastic. at that show? My oh, that's was fantastic. At that show.
2: She enjoyed that moment. And that is a moment in Black history. That is. That is a Black it's history. It's
0: even more flag. exciting I'm now that I know uh, Ms. <laughs> <laughs> Muhammad was there. That's exciting. <laughs> yeah, she was in there. That is. That's a good time. Yes,
2: nothing brings Black women together like. Right. Kim Kardashian being kicked out to stay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. Yeah, so, I'm here with
0: that. I'm All right. That. So we're gonna talk a little bit about J Lo, and the Grammys. Yeah, and what I want to know mm-hmm. mostly is okay. So for anyone who doesn't, we didn't. I didn't watch the Grammys. I did, um, so I, I missed that performance. You, you um, good girl. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I did watch Cardi's performance, though, and it was flawless. Psh, I mean, come I on, was ready stop, to be stop there. it, everybody. Um, but J Lo was asked to do the Motown tribute at the Grammys because all black people are dead.
2: We don't exist. We don't exist.
0: So J Lo was asked. And she accepted and she did the Motown tribute at the Grammys. Mm -hmm. I, I know why she was asked. Um, It's because she's not a black person. And because she is J-Lo. J-Lo is pretty fabulous. But mostly because she's not a black person. Mm -hmm. But also what I'm trying- she's white friendly. She's white friendly. She's white presenting. Mm -hmm. I.E. they routinely cast her as a white woman in film. Mm -hmm. And what I I think my biggest issue with the whole thing is that J-Lo, somebody who uh, um, uses black culture to her her advantage Mm -hmm. when it's convenient- Yep. Why she agreed to this as somebody who likes to p- dance the dance of being um, in our community and from the Bronx that <laughs> that part that part right there. Why did you say oh, yes? Gosh. This is why this why, is how you said before that she don't have any black girlfriends. She don't have
2: any black girlfriends. because why
0: wouldn't you defer this to a black person? You would
2: have a friend who can do it if you're in an ent- entertainment space yeah you have black woman friends yeah you have a black woman right. friend, why didn't you use your white
0: passing privilege is? as a white latinx person why didn't you use that privilege to lift up a black person who does that kind of work
2: she doesn't have black friends right why the fuck would she lift up a black woman right
0: <laughs> that's right. comedy and what's the difference because we're all women and all lives matter exactly Oh man. So like So yeah, that was the thing that was most is hurtful to Y-X-Y. me. Why I asked why? Right.
2: She's doing what she's been doing. Yeah. It is on trend for JLo. Um that's why I don't know her. Mm-hmm. That's why I don't know her. Yeah. But it was that. And then her performance was a good Jennifer Lopez performance as mm-hmm. far as her dancing or whatever. Right. She's a good performer. That she's a good performer. She's, an she's a good dancer. Mm-hmm. They picked the Motown songs that are the light ones. Baby love, it, baby love. Mm-hmm. Like the, those type of shits. Right. They didn't do No Temptations. You know, like they didn't do the ones, mm-hmm. but you need it. How you like do
0: a them. Motown tribute with No Temptations? They had to do some they had Temptations. There.
2: No, they did. Do you love me? Mm-hmm. Do, they did the fun white ones. Okay. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, so... Yeah, they picked, like, kind of the lighthearted Motown songs, which is fine. I would have enjoyed them if a black person did them, too, Mm because those are good songs. But I don't know. At some point in her performance, she started doing, like, a salsa kind of dance, Mm. which is fine. Salsa is fine. Do your Mm -hmm. thing, girl. You dance really well. But why is that in this Motown performance? Like, we are... You're paying homage to this Motown space and all of the stuff that they put together to mm-hmm. provide music with R&B and like wh- mm-hmm. What are you doing? Like why is this here? Mm-hmm. Then the dancers, there was only one black woman dancer. Of um, course. there were I think
0: you mean black presenting.
2: Black presenting right. dancer. Um two black men presenting dancers. Mm-hmm. The whole band was black. Mm-hmm. Um but it was just like where are the black people? At least have black people standing around you? Mm-hmm. Maybe? Mm-hmm. What? Yeah. It was weird. Then it was like it was not a Motown performance. It was like a Vegas. It was like when you go to like bad fucking cabaret shows Mm -hmm. and it's like somebody doing a cover of all of the Motown songs. Or when
0: you're on a cruise.
2: Yes, it was a cruise performance. That's exactly what it fucking was. And it was just like here at the Grammys, y'all was practicing this shit, practicing this shit, Mm -hmm. doing this shit over and over, and was like, yes. We landed it from Motown, yeah. And then it's just like, how rude are you to this institution that is Motown? Like, why are you being? This is fucking rude. Mm-hmm. This is rude mm-hmm. as hell. When Dolly Parton, Dolly Parton was there, they did like a little tribute to her. Y'all got all her little country white girls, right, to fucking be on stage yeah. and do that shit. Mm-hmm. Y'all ain't have see mm-hmm. and like Yolanda Adams <laughs> right. doing the Dolly Parton tribute. Mm-hmm. It was. It was. It was just ridiculous. Mm-hmm. I understand. There's so many black people they could have chose,
0: um, like from any generation. Like it's all type of black soul singers alive. It's all so type many. of black people. Kelly like,
2: Rowland could have did it.
0: Well, Kelly got bands. Kelly got a man. <laughs> Kelly, you know she. Kelly
2: Rowland could have did it. Kelly
0: got a house on the hill. Like where
2: was Stevie Wonder? Mm-hmm. Um, even that was interesting. Kelly don't to care me. how
0: you feel. <laughs> you know, so that's my song I like know. Anybody, don't know
2: they don't even know that song that's only that. you Kelly
0: Kelly Kelly know Kelly that song. Kelly Whoever got bands producer. Kelly got a man no one knows that song alright her no name one. is Kelly Rowland no one alright y'all go listen to Kelly I like that song <laughs> <laughs> trap <laughs> Trap record of the year
2: <laughs> but yeah it was just it was just bad so it just started making me think of like who could they have mm-hmm. picked so like I picked Kelly Rowland um Let would have been great mm-hmm. Johnny Gill is like the fucking Yeah.
0: Johnny Gill honestly, even though I think he knows better than to agree to do this, cool. I would have taken Bruno Martian. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> like
2: he know better.
0: Right, but at least at least he clearly like dabbles in that sound. He fucks exactly, with that sound. Exactly. He acknowledges like he acknowledges that the musical roots of what he does mm-hmm. is in Motown. He also likes saying the word Motown because he likes <laughs> like adding soul to things. Huh. We've heard him say that before. Yeah,
2: he does. Right. So Mad Random, No, he said yes. it out of nowhere. Yes, yeah, yes. Does. I never thought about it, but you're right. Yeah, you're right. I
0: feel like he orders food and starts talking about Motown. And she's like, Can I get a slice of Motown?
2: Scramble, bitch? Like, what the fuck? Yeah. <laughs> or over easy. Yeah, I don't know. Motown.
0: Yeah, so Bruno Martian, I feel like they should have asked him and he should have said no and referred mad black people. Who else sings things?
2: They could have even Beyonce. They probably
0: asked, and she said no. Beyonce said, I don't have time. Was she there? No. Oh okay. Mm
2: -hmm. They could have asked Thea, the mother from Thea. They could (laughs) have asked her.
0: You're right. They could have asked her. Uh They could have asked who's that? Charlene or who's the who's the that woman who dresses up and, and like an old lady? Yes. They could have asked her. It's Charlene here. And I just came here to tell y'all that J-Lo ain't the one who's supposed to be doing this, baby. They so asked she could have did it. They one could've. of us could have did it. One of
2: us. Yeah. Any one of us. Like, mm-hmm. could have mm-hmm. did it. Yep. I think they could have picked Sister Mary Clarence. Who is
0: that?
2: From Sister Act. <laughs> <laughs> she had, she yeah, had she sounds. sound. she could have did it. Mm-hmm.
0: She could Anyone who was in that movie could have done it.
2: They could have. They didn't even ask the nuns. because <laughs> mm-hmm. they yeah. sound better? Yeah. Than J Lo. Mm-hmm. There's so many people that they could have asked that they didn't mm-hmm. ask. Like where's Mary Jill J. Blige?
0: Skye. Erica Badu. They could have brought, brought Erica Badu out of detention to come to come and do this and do that. Yep. And she would have happily came too. Mary would have did trying it. Trying to get off of suspension. Gave us all the moves, Mary. Mary, her J. Her her shoes off. Mary J. Blige is alive. Mary J. Blige is alive. Patty Labelle is alive and
2: well. Alive and well, I don't fucking Stevie understand. Wonder is still alive. That's the to thing, too. There was Motown people who were alive. I don't think Patty Bell was a Motown, but I don't know enough. But
0: I don't think she's a Motown person, yeah. but she is but, a black person yes. who can sing. But Stevie alive. Wonder's
2: still alive. He wasn't right. even an audience, like, he didn't have time for that. Something's mm-hmm. uh, something, something in the milk ain't clean. Mm. Something's happening. Mm. <laughs> like, what the fuck. CB wasn't Wonder wasn't even there, mm-hmm. uh, and maybe he wasn't there for personal reasons. Right. So I'm not trying. to Anyone say Anyone
0: who's something. ever appeared in an episode of Empire could have done it.
2: What you call it? Where the fuck is Boys to Men? Oh they were weren't they on Motown? Yeah. They could have fucking did this. Wait, were they on Motown? I don't know. I, I think, think so.
0: Stretch, maybe. I
2: don't know. Look, they had Motown Listen, voices.
0: Jodeci could have done it. J Lo
2: wasn't on Motown, she was there. They
0: could have brought back Cisco. <laughs> he could have done yeah. it. Yeah i would have accepted that i would have
2: accepted that yeah i would have even accepted um fucking no i wouldn't accepted them. <laughs> <laughs> who are you
0: gonna say i'm gonna say lloyd <laughs> no nah, fuck it i would have accepted it i would have no. accepted it no nah, anything it. was
2: better than that I would, right?
0: I would take it i would take it like, what the fuck if he solved that five two or fine two mystery <laughs> then i would accept it yo lloyd give us what you got
2: i don't understand mm. jennifer hudson would have enjoyed screaming
0: she lives to scream
2: I can hear her now. Yeah, like I don't, I don't know. But they, it was bad.
0: I would have accepted her husband. Are they still together?
2: They got married.
0: I don't know. They were engaged I would have for accepted a really long him. time. I would have accepted it.
2: He doesn't sing.
0: I don't care. <laughs> no, this is J Lo. She's an entertainer.
2: He's a dancer. Yeah, a dancer. A dancer. Yeah, so that was it. Was that was disappointing? We mm-hmm. do enjoy that Cardi B's performance was great.
0: Yeah, it was a really
2: good performance. She said Vegas. I said I can't do Vegas. Mm-hmm. Here's a fucking cabaret, bitch. Yeah, that was really. Look great. at this show, girl. Shit. I bitch. enjoyed that. Yeah, it was good.
0: I enjoyed that.
2: Oh, yeah, do better. Well, actually, we know the Grammys is shit. We don't expect you to do anything right. Mm -hmm. And you just affirmed that for us. Mm -hmm. That you don't know how to do things.
0: Yeah, but this also goes back into, and a lot of people were talking about this, which is good, but it just goes back into the the shit that white people do, that white people throughout um, the colonized world do. So I'm counting J-Lo in this Mm -hmm. because she navigates Hollywood as a white-presenting Latinx person. And everybody who knows what a Puerto Rican looks like knows that J-Lo is not A white woman but she gets to navigate hollywood and take roles as a i'm gonna call go ahead and call her a tv italian yeah um because i'm sure that she's not treated all the way like a blonde ass like blue-eyed white woman Mm -hmm. but a part of her accepting that shit that was like a demonstration of like her privilege
2: yeah you know what i'm saying Mm
0: -hmm. just i belong in every space yeah. And I'm going to take this and I'm going to do it because it's such a great opportunity. Not at all thinking about those who were not offered that opportunity, how you could lift somebody else up in that moment.
2: Yeah.
0: Um, I don't know. I think a part of, and I'm sure we've said this on the podcast before, but navigating, we all have some type of privilege. Yeah. And navigating that privilege means in each situation, in every opportunity that you're given, am I taking up space that should be for someone when else? else? And if I have been offered to take up space that should should go to someone else in a different group, in a more marginalized group than my own, who can I lift up? Yeah. Who can I, who can I recommend besides myself? Yeah. Or who can I bring with me? J-Lo could have said, yo, this is a dope opportunity. I would love it. I would love to be a part of a medley with this there person, that person, people, this person, that person. There was other person. people
2: in it. So Smokey Robinson came on and sang a little something, something. Uh-huh. Neo, but they were like really short parts. Neo mm. came on at some point and sang something really short. It was weird, but Alicia Keys came out <laughs> from backstage to and- say,
0: "I'm married to Swiss Beach.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's In case you didn't know, there. yo, the- uh, I'll, I'll say that later. Mm-hmm. But she came out to literally sing like two bars and then went back to backstage. I, mm-hmm. I don't, it was weird. Mm-hmm. It was a weird performance. It was all about JLo. Like they yeah. had these other people come out a little bit. I think to sing the notes that she could never, ever reach ever in her life. And then mm-hmm. they went back to their respective corners. Mm-hmm. It was strange. It was, it was, it was, a, it was, I didn't understand mm-hmm. like at all. Cause you found black people. Why couldn't just those black people just be on the stage Yeah. and she not be there. And then it's like Motown. Motown is not known for like fucking dancing. You know what I'm saying? Like it right. didn't have to be a dancey performance. Mm-hmm. Like it wasn't like a Tina Turner tribute where you have to have all of this movement. and was all audition? Of this stuff on this. I don't know. I don't know. Right. Because they would have did it great. Yeah.
0: They
2: would have did an amazing job. Right. It was bad. Mm don't understand. Well,
0: we all know Kelly was busy because Kelly got bands. <laughs> Kelly got a man.
2: <laughs> Alicia Keys hosted. Kelly don't care how you feel. And I hated it because I realized no matter what she says, it sounds like spoken word.
0: Mm-hmm. That's how she likes it. it. Gets on
2: my fucking nerves. That's how she likes it. Go the fuck away.
0: She's a white feminist.
2: Can't stand it. Mm-hmm. With her fake non-makeup, but it was makeup. I saw that highlighter. Mm. You ain't low. <laughs>
0: All right. That's how yeah. have we met the quota for Alicia yeah, Keys that's slender yeah. per episode. It was so hard for me. Yeah. I was
2: trying to not tweet a lot of hateful things. That's funny. That's we haven't good.
0: talked bad about Alicia Keys in a few episodes. So it was time. Cuz she's
2: been being quiet. Right. It's good. Right. Yeah. You're right. But yeah, that's enough Grammy's talk
0: for me. Okay. Sounds cool. Mm-hmm. Something else that has been um lighting up the life of our black ass black history month mm-hmm. is um blackface it's like halloween was in october that's usually when we get like that's, a good concentration of all our blackface shit and we get that shit out the way yeah and um no
2: no white folks won't stop they love to paint themselves black
0: they love blackface i don't i
2: don't understand. they love it um so if you don't know or you don't remember um trigger governor, warning
0: trigger warning blackface
2: yes governor ralph northam um of what state
0: I think Virginia. Yes, thank you, Virginia.
2: Mm-hmm. Picture of him wearing blackface surfaced. He has issued an apology, but then he recanted his wear. So he said an apology.
0: So this is for anybody who doesn't know. This is a picture that was in his uh, medical school yearbook. yearbook right. Yes. So it was he's got other pictures on there. His medical school yearbook page. It's like a page. It was yep. his yes. page. And on that page is a picture of a man in blackface with a man in a KKK hood. Yep. And they're standing together and supposedly he's the guy in the blackface. Yes. Um so anyway, go ahead. You yes. said he issued so, an apology. He issued
2: an apology. Then after that apology, he used the shaggy offense, shaggy defense. It was like it wasn't, it wasn't me. me. And uh, picture this: many but naked, banging on the bathroom floor. Okay. Mm-hmm. I'm, 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 I'm,
0: <laughs> <sorry>. <laughs> Why did exactly. right, right.
2: Um. So yeah. So then he did an interview talking about how that couldn't have been him. And that blackface. Mm-hmm. Because his alibi
0: is <laughs> his alibi.
2: <laughs> There's this other time when I did I remember my blackface. Right. Right?
0: So he did a press conference. <laughs> he did a press conference and in the press conference he said he doesn't know who that is in the picture. He doesn't believe that it's him in the picture. But he but does you're apologize. he does no. He takes it back. He does remember <laughs> another time when he did blackface um, for a competition, a dance competition, when he was pretending to be Michael Jackson.
2: Yeah. Mm-hmm. So sorry, real
0: quick, and then somebody asked him. One of the reporters asked if he could do the moonwalk, and he got ready to like clear out and make space to do it. And, and then and his, his wife, wife was like, like, "That's inappropriate. inappropriate. Like, don't, what the fuck? First of that. all, first of all, he should be taken. He should he should resign just based on." about to be doing the moonwalk at this press conference <laughs> <laughs> just for no, time
2: the thing is this though blackface, that's an impeachable offense blackface is such a joke that they're talking about blackface and the reporter's like can you still can you do the moonwalk? but can you dance but can you do the moonwalk? can you dance since you was micah
0: jackson oh yeah actually sure let me show you let me show you why i was about to put on blackface because if i dance for you then you'll know i was just trying to complete the look duh justified if you can do the dance
2: associated mm-hmm. with the blackface person it's a skills, mm-hmm. star so we're not gonna talk about blackface we've talked about that enough mm-hmm. we talked about why it's offensive in past episodes i just wanted to bring that up to talk about why when these videos of current white college boys or frat boys mm-hmm. or whatever go viral of them doing back blackface not even just boys, um, white girls too, blackface, videos of them saying nigga, videos of them being adamantly racist to whatever race or whatever, and when people cancel them in quotations, everyone's like, no, they're so young, mm-hmm. you're going to ruin their life, don't do that, blah, blah, blah. These people grow up to be fucking governors mm-hmm. of states. Like, we need to address this shit when they are nice. children. We need to address this shit when it's never excusable, but when it's at the st- but it's at the space where the ignorance might seem a little more um, not okay, but like mm-hmm. present mm-hmm. or warranted, if that makes any sense. Um, uh, yeah. You know, like a 18-year-old doing blackface and being reprimanded for it at 18 is different mm-hmm. from like a fucking governor yeah. who's like however old and still thinks because he's been all of this time going unchecked. For Mm -hmm. that blackface photo that it's okay for him to now be in a press conference and say, I did do blackface that time as Michael Jackson. And if you want, I'll do the moonwalk.
0: In a press conference addressing the severity of Um, what he did in blackface and now about to do the the moonwalk. moonwalk. That's not okay. That's absurd. So uh, that he got that far. So this is medical school when this happened. So I don't know if he ended up actually being a practicing uh, medical doctor But if he did, there's so much racism within the medical community and we know that black bodies are treated differently Mm -hmm. um, and not given proper care. And there's people believe that black folks feel pain differently and all these type of things. Babies die because we're not given the right care. Black women
1: die. Yes,
0: yes. Based on racial misconceptions and stereotypes and racism. So we know that this person who donned blackface potentially went on to be a medical doctor, Mm -hmm. potentially rose to be a governor, and is now on a platform about to do the moonwalk during a conversation about blackface. Yes. What other other racist shit has he done?
2: And says, I ain't resigning.
0: Because
2: nothing bad, nothing happened. Mm -hmm. Nothing happened. Mm -hmm. So this is why when those occurrences happen and people are like, Kick the kid out of school, like all these, and that stuff has to happen because yeah. these people are privileged people who go unchecked and it grows and it manifests into dumb shit like this. Like, for you to be talking about blackface and be like, oh, you want me to do the moonwalk? It's just absurd. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't even know what to say because it's just like, how do you, how, how, I don't, I'm too black to understand that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like, I'm too oppressed. To understand that, yeah. I, I just I don't I don't get it.
0: You know who don't got time for it either? Who Kelly? Because <laughs> Kelly got bands. Kelly got a man. no one knows that song. They're like, what is she talking Y'all about? Y'all go listen and support what Kelly Rowland. What is she talking That's about? My good sis. yeah,
2: yeah. So yeah, like that is that is the insistence insistence on checking these kids, not even kids, young adults when those things happen, mm-hmm. like is no need for me to like the the little fucking boy who is in the native man's face. Mm-hmm. This is really? why yes, yeah, this is why people of color and marginalized people want people to go hard on them. Cause mm-hmm. these people grow up to become privileged ass adults who maybe grow up to become someone's potential boss, supervisor, mm-hmm. governor, right. president, and all of this shit. And it's like nah, this shit needs to be checked. Like like we don't get the privilege to Go unchecked. Yeah. We have to learn from mistakes mm-hmm. throughout our whole lives. And we have to learn from not even mistakes. It, might, not, it won't even be a mistake. But we have to learn to fucking adhere and navigate to these other spaces. Because we know that these fucking pricky ass white boys are going to become the next blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. Um, So that's why there's always... There's, there's usually conversation, not amongst people that we know, of course, obviously, but there's always a conversation about, you know what? Well, this is a child and they're yeah. learning, blah, 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 blah. And it's like, I think if you get to the point where you're in college and you still haven't been checked, mm-hmm. that's a problem too. Yeah.
0: that the, And that racism, that racism that those, that white men tend to exhibit, um, it, they are, that shit is grandfathered in. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like it doesn't yeah. stop. It's very, it's very rare that, that shit gets checked. It mm-hmm. doesn't stop. It keeps going. So when it is exposed, when it is brought to um, the mainstream, the public eye, it has to be nipped in the bud immediately. Yes. It has to yes. be. It has yes. to be. And that doesn't mean that um, no one is asking that these people be executed. You know what I'm saying? We're not saying to execute racists.
2: Because we don't execute. That's we don't Y'all do that. Y'all do that. Right, right, you right. You, us hanging is your thing. Yeah, that's your. Shit. No,
0: that's not what we're talking about. We're talking about reprimanding. Mm-hmm. We're talking about um, being held accountable for their actions. Corrective behavior. Yes. Hold people yes. fucking accountable yes.
2: and correct the behavior. Mm-hmm. Like. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, so
0: speaking of MAGA hats, uh, trigger warning MAGA. So I live in a
2: trigger. I've never seen one in person, but I feel like it'll do a lot to me.
0: Yeah. Um. So I live on the Upper East Side. Oh, my God. Yep.
2: Do you need a hug?
0: Uh, We've hugged this weekend. I'm all right. Okay. Thank you. Okay. We've hugged since. Okay. So, yeah, I live on the Upper East Side and new york has a reputation of being a liberal state us new yorkers know there are wild racist people in new york yeah um
2: and then honestly new york state is mostly i think blue because of new york city right and not because of this
0: whole state yes yes you know yes yeah. new yorkers know that you go fucking 10 minutes outside the city and yeah, it turns out th- 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 The whites they get, yeah, they get real racist. They get clannish. They mm-hmm. get clannish. They will not hesitate to scream some shit at you. Yep. That feeling when we go down south, I have that same feeling when I go to certain parts of Westchester, mm-hmm. certain parts of the Bronx that kiss Yonkers. Like that energy yeah. is right mm-hmm. there. It's not far away yeah. from us. But anyway, I live in Manhattan on the Upper East Side, and I was outside. I had gone to get, like, a mani-pedi right quick and was just walking. It was on your
2: mani-pedi day.
0: It was on my mani-pedi day. Yep, 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 yep. And I was walking with fresh toes and nails Mm -hmm. from the place. Living your life like this. Living my best life. Walking to my apartment. Very short walk, okay? My building, actually, there are still like older black people in my building. Yeah. From back in the day. Mm-hmm. Right. So my building in particular, it's a large amount of black people in this yeah. building. And I say that to say, just kinda to speak to like I guess a little bit of the diversity of my block, even yeah. though the Upper East Side is mad white, is mad white Jewish families yeah. in this area. And and you know, regular generic white people. <laughs> generic you know the no frills you know no frills no frills whites store brand right that's right you know uh what's that brand 365 brand (laughs) um whites anyway yeah i'm walking from the nail shop and I'm legit right now, I'm outside my apartment building where mm. I live, okay, where older black people live, yeah. where the immigrants downstairs live, okay, in my my little building, okay? And it's not like a huge building, so like we know each other yeah. to an extent.
2: To an extent, because someone...
0: That's right. <laughs> to an extent. Yeah. Don't really talk to me or look at me okay. that much, okay? But like I know you, I'll yeah. put your, if you leave your key in the mailbox, I will put that shit under your door, okay? Yeah. Okay. That's it though. <laughs> Don't talk to me. So yeah, I'm walking, and this woman is walking her dog. She is, I'm, I'm, I'm about five nine. So she, we're on a hill, so we're like eye to eye. And then she's like a little bit shorter than me as she walks up. But I'm looking and I'm approaching, and I see the red hat.
2: It was a fifty-three. Trying
0: to make out the hat, shorty hat on. A Make America Great Again hat. So, again, we're in New York. So, you was eye to in eye New York. with the 53%. I was out to eye with the 53%. Oh, it was you, bitch. Yep. I was oh. eye to eye with the 53%. And, again, because we're on the Upper East Side, because I'm in Manhattan, in New York City, it could have been a, a freaking, like, a parody hat. Honestly, yeah, yeah. so I don't, here in New York, I don't see those immediately and think yeah. MAGA. You see that and you're like, oh, some asshole thinks they're going to, it's funny. cheap
2: again. Yeah, <laughs> some shit like yeah, that. Uh, so you got to
0: like make my heart jump and then it's going to say some shit like, you know, make everyone kiss dog yeah, their dog in the mouth or something like that. that right. It's not funny. Let's not do that. Not yeah, not do that yeah. Right. But that's, that's what it could have been. Mm-hmm. So I was like, okay, let me read this real quick. That shit said, make America great again. And she saw me looking at it because when they wear that shit especially in areas where they know there will be black folks where they know there will be quote-unquote liberal folks or whatever the intent is to get a look Mm -hmm. okay so i'm looking at this woman um she's she's shorter than me she's got dark hair i just want to lay it all out because i saw the whole thing she got dark hair i don't know what kind of white person she was so i don't want to put anything on her and her features But anyway... Clearly a devil. (laughs) Right. She was clearly a white devil. Yeah. Whatever. I don't know which kind. I don't know which kind of white devil. But she was very... Quite frankly, that was a white devil. (laughs) Right? So I see her, I see her hat, and then I look her in her face, and I keep walking because I'm, I'm trying to go eat, eat some cereal.
2: Yeah, I just got a Manny Petty. I got
0: a Manny Petty. I'm trying to I have know. a bowl of cereal. Yeah. I know what you're trying to do, do. Becula, mm-hmm. okay? So <laughs> I walk past her, she's looking at me, and then she starts singing, We're not going anywhere. Like, Walk your dog, bitch. What? Yes, because you know it's a taunting. That hat is not just, that hat is not just, that's not a solidarity, like, thing. That's, I'm here to taunt people of color and marginalized folks and make them feel uncomfortable and unsafe. It's a troll. Yes. It's a troll. Yes.
2: Wow. So it was a troll-ass
0: bitch walking her dog.
2: And a bitch wanted to sing songs?
0: Yes. Yes. On one of those warmer days, so you know people was outside yes we had one of those like freak warm days
2: yeah i remember that was a nice day yeah yeah it was one of those
0: days right (laughs) right (laughs) so she starts singing so that adds to it it's just me and it was one of those rare new york moments when it's just you and another bitch on the block right because you know up the block it's mad busy yeah it was just me and this other bitch on my block okay and she wants me to react i had my head wrap on which you know that that White people perceive different types of people yeah, of color little, in different yeah. ways. So this was a head wrap day. So she's staring at me. She's watching me. Ooh, look
2: at the, one of these. Yeah. Af- she probably was like, ooh, one of these
0: Africans. Right, right. or well, this type of you know shea butter black girl or whatever. You don't know what you that know, is. But I know she, she didn't Africans. know that. I'm using that language for you, right? <laughs>
2: she was like, ooh, right, an African.
0: Right, right. Or a Muslim. <laughs> I've been waiting for one of these Muslims to show up. <laughs> why are they saying like? know what I that's was in about my house
2: watching something about muslims mm-hmm. you know i'll be doing dibbling dabbling mm-hmm. muslim shit because of mm-hmm. muslim and they kept saying muslim mm-hmm. muslim black people do that why the fuck do I y'all say know. that shit it's arab know. it's muslim no nope. it's allah not allah i nope. hate when they do that muslim muslim,
0: muslim. muslim. i had a, I, one of my grandmothers i'm not arab
2: but i hate people say arabs
0: oh my god i, I hate, hate that, that too, too. I hate,
2: I hate that too. say I hate that too. A You're not you don't know who to speak Arabic, so just say Allah. Okay? Mm-hmm. You can say
0: it that like- <laughs> way. Right? Because they want to make you uncomfortable. <laughs> that's really what it's about. But she's like, ooh, a Muslim. But anyway, no, she didn't say that. But you that's know? what I'm imagining that she uh-huh. said. Ooh, it's this kind of it's this kind of black girl. We. She starts singing, we ain't going nowhere. Like, I don't know what the fuck. So my thing was, this woman is trying to get a rise out of me. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mind my business. Mm-hmm. I'm going to go eat my cereal. And what I'm not going to do, because I know this who is looking at me. I know she turned around and watched me all the way until I got to my building. I'm not yeah, turning around. around. I'm going to walk like I've been walking. I'm going to go eat this bowl of cereal. But when I got upstairs, I was like, wow, this is jarring. And it's not. That's the other thing. The Megan McCain's of the world and, and Tommy Lorenz and all these other fucks want you to think that these are just people who are conservative and minding their business. business that's a troll. That's a troll. Why are you singing at me, bitch? I don't know. For some Why reason? are you singing and looking at me?
2: You fucking skunt. She should be happy that be happy. it wasn't a day that you was grocery shopping and you had eggs.
0: <laughs> I'd be so mad when I'm grocery shopping.
2: I, no, I feel like I would want to egg her.
0: Yeah. <laughs> like. Yeah.
2: Oh, I would have looked out your window and waited for her to walk by. Bloop.
0: <laughs> That's the okay. So here's the egg. This is the other uh. piece of it that makes me uncomfortable and upset because it reminds me of college. So I went to college in Nashville, Tennessee, and um. The energy and the feelings of racism when you're an adolescent, and like not as well, when you're a teenager, people say that adolescence continues through up until you're like twenty four or mm-hmm. some shit that it can continue into like your early twenties, yeah, um but when you're of college age and when you are still sensitive to all kinds of shit and learning and absorbing or whatever, you know how traumatizing it is to encounter that type of racism, and so i just i just for me, I can say, "Girl, I'm going to eat my cereal." Mm-hmm. I know you're taunting me. I know you're singing at me right now to try and get a reaction out of me mm-hmm. because you know that this this hat you like you might as well be a mm-hmm. fucking clansman standing here. Yeah. You know that it evokes those feelings in me, and you're you're trolling me right now. Yeah. I'm just picturing my same self as a 17 year old, 18 year old, 19, 20, whatever, just walking by and seeing that image and feeling all that that represents, and not knowing what to do. That's crazy. Like, do I turn around and say, why are you singing at me, bitch? You're too close, man. Like, what? (laughs) You should have told her black. Like, I just use my food stamps.
2: That's right. And I'm about to go in my free apartment. (gasps) And my rent-controlled
0: apartment
2: (laughs) with other black people People. on your block as you walk your dog. Yeah. They said all the things. Yeah. With my Medicare and Medicaid. Hello. Okay? about to use all of that. I've
0: been unemployed for months. Yes.
2: Thank you. (laughs) For your tax dollar.
0: <laughs> oh my goodness!
2: <laughs> wow, that's yeah. traumatizing. That's traumatizing. It
0: was. I didn't even have my dog, so you know she ain't seen me as a human. Oh no! No, yeah.
2: of course not. Oh my god! You gotta have your dog around. These sorry parts. That happened. Yeah, that's like seeing a Klansman. Like that is the, what that like, is. That is yeah. I like. Mm-hmm. Those are the two things I've never seen like a Klansman. Mm-hmm. And I've at this point never seen someone wearing a magma MAGA hat. Mm-hmm.
0: Magma fucking science obsessed ass bitch. <laughs> Shut
1: up.
2: <laughs> <laughs> but I know that those things make me feel fearful even mm-hmm. though I have never seen them in person. Yeah. Like I know that my first thing would be fear and I'll probably do some kind of reaction to mm-hmm. the fear, like, you know, mm-hmm. but my first thing would be like, oh shit.
0: Right and then i was thinking right then i was thinking because the nail shop is on my block and they know me and they know that i live right here sometimes i come in without my coat and they're like it's freezing what are you doing i'm like oh no i live right upstairs it's fine um would she would someone like her be sitting in there getting her nails done in my community and i have to like be like yo this ain't your community right well that's right
2: you're leaving on a white man's ass yeah, you're black with your nose you're black right nostrils, with that
0: huge the, ass the nose nigga
2: nostrils. and those naps
0: um can't even
2: get edge control can't
0: even find
2: the right edge
0: control <laughs> yeah like like that's what i imagine like i imagine some type of like fucking altercation at the nail shop you know what i'm saying <laughs> Like I know that's like mad small. Why do we plan our fights? Right. Why do all black people fight? I definitely planned it. I was like, yo, if I see that bitch in the nail shop, it's on site for her, and I'm gonna have to tell Tina and the whole squad in the nail shop. <laughs> like, listen, why is oh she in gosh. here? She can't stay. This is where I get my oh nails God, done, and all what? the people, do all that. the non-maga hat wearing people, get their nails this done. Camera's in the nail why shop. is she here? This camera's in the nail Either shop. Either she goes. Or I go. And I'm not leaving.
2: This camera's in the nail shop.
0: All right. You're right. That's true. I won't (laughs) touch her. But I would sit quietly and not stop talking until she left. Or they call the cops on me. That is... And then I'm killed. (sighs) But yeah
2: that's that's
0: crazy yeah so that happened and ridiculous not crazy yeah i want to send love to anybody who encounters that shit on yeah. the regular and on the daily because we know it's black folks um and other people of color brown folks all throughout the country who see that shit on a regular on the reg- so come to east new york ho we send love and light yeah
2: come to east new york ho
0: we send love and light to y'all
2: come to east new york ho i'm sorry i didn't mean to interrupt your love and light but come to no, east new york. Right. come to east new york ho with that that's all shit.
0: right yeah well, oh my god not listening to this podcast but <laughs> <laughs> oh, god. yeah
2: yo i don't know why i'm picturing diddy we ain't go
0: that's the no other thing i'm thinking are you are you
2: singing diddy right now
0: that's all like are you singing because a- it's mad good. For are you singing a, a rap song to me right now <laughs> are you appropriating hip-hop music To tell me that you're not going anywhere? I didn't say anything to you, bitch. I saw your hat and you kept walking and I went to eat cereal. Why are you talking to me now? Uh, uh, And your dog is racist too? You know, you see a cute little dog, you're not thinking about all their racism. Like, wow, you know you're a racist racist dog. It was all cute and like frilly. That dog is racist. Racist ass Mm. dog. So there's that. On a lighter note, kind of. Let's
2: take a break.
0: Thank God. Oh, you're right. Let's do that. Let's take a break. Money,
2: money, money, money.
0: Money. <laughs> do you, money do you know what this year is what every year is all about yeah but like giving black women year, your money yes so give okay. black women your money hashtag pay black women okay, yo okay okay so,
2: so how do they give black women their
0: money well they can start by giving us their money oh yes yes we do this dope ass women's race nerd podcast every motherfucker every week, week. 10 and, times twice um, a week Yeah yo <laughs> And we could use Your loving Motherfucking donations um, We definitely can Absolutely So
2: how can you do that You can go to our website Yo com. Hit that donate tab mm-hmm. And we have two options there so Two can, Two You become a patron Or you can just donate Through PayPal
0: yep. You choose We mm-hmm. give you a choice That's right On how you give us money That's right If you want to donate Via Patreon We're asking all of our listeners To break us off $2 a month that's $24 a year And if everybody who listens does that shit We will have everything that we need to do Everything we want to do for this podcast Every And if you love us so much that you want to break us off A one time donation A multiple time donation Or if you don't like the, the Once a month kind of system You can go to our PayPal and give us any amount of money We will take that shit. We will love that shit. We will appreciate that shit. we will use that shit. That's right. So once again, TeaWithQueenAndJay.com. Hit the donate tab and choose your donation method of choice.
2: Oh my God, we're going to get money. Again! (laughs) All the time?
0: Yes. And we're black! All the time. All right. So we got a letter. And... About a bunch of interesting shit,
2: yes, yes, that we
0: wanted to address. Yep, yeah.
2: So, if you would like to send us t mail, you can do so by emailing us at j at gmail.com.
0: That's right. Mm -hmm. Send all your T mail if you have T mail you want to send us, if you have jobs you want to fucking give us, if you have money, yeah, lying around at
2: your university, Mm -hmm. uh, your school, yeah.
0: If you want us on a panel, all that good, shit yo, hit us up in our T mail, Mm -hmm. j at gmail.com. So we got a letter and I'm going to read it. Want to hear it? Here we go. This is from Christina. And Christina says, Hi, Queen and Jay. It was really nice meeting you both the other day at Queen's Vision Board Workshop.
2: Thanks for coming through.
0: I want to thank you for the incredible work you're doing and your rad community ass bitch attitudes. I've learned so much from this podcast and I look forward to learning more from you every week. As I mentioned, I have a couple of questions. I would love to hear your thoughts. A little background. As you saw, I'm very light skinned Latinx. Yes. Christina is very light skinned mm-hmm. easily passing Italian. This is true. Yep, yep. TV Italian, not actually real life Italian as well. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 Italian looking. We mean not only that, not only that, but I'm an intercountry adoptee. I was born in Colombia and brought to the and brought to the States as a baby and was raised in Brooklyn by a liberal Park Slope white family. And I don't speak Spanish. As I'm growing and working on my intersectional feminism, I've been learning more about adoption as a social justice issue, and I've wanted to connect more with my Latinx heritage. And I've wanted to connect more with my Latinx heritage, culture, and activism. Wrapping my head around my identity has been a difficult journey, but I also want to mind my place and recognize my privilege while doing so. I'm an artist and curator, and I've been working on curating a show. The first iteration showcased works by Latinx artists who were mo- who were mostly lighter-skinned, cis-queer men and cis-hetero women. It was done very quickly with few resources and time, so I was not able to reach out to artists beyond my immediate social circle. This time, I have an opportunity to curate a new version of this show in a real gallery with a few months to plan ahead. One of the first things I wanted to change is to incorporate more diverse voices in the show. I'm having a hard time approaching folks and asking them if they want to be included. Some in part due to my anxiety, but also because I really don't want to tokenize folks or to have them feel I'm tokenizing them. I want Afro-descendiente, Afro-Latinx perspectives in the show. I want to have folks who can speak to the trans-Latinx experience and folks who are indigenous or undocumented because they are all marginalized, both within the community and from outside, and they access their Latinidad differently. I am not personally any of those identities. And of course, I wouldn't want to speak for or over them, but I also don't want to just include them because they're X, Y, or Z and can check a box. They need to fit the show and be down to work and be down to working together. I feel like some folks can be wary of white passing cis women and rightly so. I would, really, I would really want their participation in the show to be collaborative I would listen and strive to make sure their work is in the show with sensitivity and awareness. How should I go about reaching out to artists who I don't know personally with this issue in mind? Another issue I'm having is that I do not want to center my whiteness in this show. I remember one of your episodes you talk about The Rock producing a movie and then centering himself as the lead actor. Um outside the letter. That's when we were talking about him playing playing John Henry. Right, playing John Henry, who was a um in folklore uh a darker skin yeah. darker presenting large black man and yeah. we acknowledge that the rock is a multiracial black man yeah. um but he presents very light skin and we mm-hmm. know that darker skin people in general have difficulty finding roles and shit like that so we, t- we talked about how someone with his light skin privilege producing this film yeah, should not, film not be centering yeah. himself he should have cast a darker skinned actor and cast yourself as something else you can like still be in the movie bro or you can just not and then there's that, like, because you're in everything. <laughs> and we about to go and watch fucking what's that movie he's about to be in? It's a spinoff of Fast and Furious.
2: Oh, and you're going, oh, you're about to watch. Oh
0: yeah, I'm about to watch it. That shit is going to be lit. Idris Elba is in it, playing a villain. Okay. It's like some fucking like it's like how does this? It's like a fucking sci-fi movie. How does this come from Fast? And, anyway, it's going to be great. Back to the letter. Okay. The Rock was centering himself. He should not. The
2: Doc's playing man is playing a villain. You know what? I don't got time. Let's get back to this letter.
0: Oh. Okay, we'll revisit, we'll revisit that. <laughs> um, I have the opportunity to create space and pass the mic, so I will not be showing any personal work in the show, but we'll be making social practice and participate. And participatory work centering the community, like workshops, zines, surveys, etc., posing questions to folks in the community about what's important to them. My question here is, who should I be talking to? As a light-skinned Latina who is white adjacent, do I direct my conversation towards educating, towards educating white folks, or do I speak to the folks in the Latinx community? Because there's plenty of racism, misogyny, homophobia, and xenophobia there as well. Some people believe that feminist progressive views are coming from a colonial Western US-centric perspective. At best, they leave it at a quote-unquote cultural differences and do not want to discuss and do not want to address those issues within the community. The controversy surrounding the word Latinx is a prime example of this. I don't want to give equal weight to shitty ideas and I want to challenge that line of thinking I don't want to tell folks how to experience their culture, but shit's super problematic and it has and it has to be addressed. I think I'm trying to do both by presenting a beautiful and diverse diaspora that challenges hetero white patriarchal views by their very existence. We speak for ourselves and tell our own stories. One of the one of the best things about this project and in sharing my experience, people come up to me and share theirs. We're the same and different in so many ways, and a lot of how we access our Latinidad is tied to how we experience the effects of colonialism and white supremacy within our disparate and mod- and marginalized diaspora. I've spoken a bit with um, Justin Favela. That's Fabi Fav from
2: Latinos Who Lunch.
0: <laughs> I love that music. Hey, yeah. Fabi. Mm-hmm. And his advice was to just be upfront and honest with people and to keep all these issues in mind as I go. I still have these mental blocks of self-doubt and overthinking, so I'd love to hear your perspectives. I'm always learning and striving towards good allyship, but I know good intentions are shit when your impact is harmful. Thanks again for the amazing work you do. Your amigex, Christina. PS, please check out my Latinx survey and pass it along to any and all who identify with the diaspora. We're going to put the link to um, Christina's survey in the show notes. If you identify as a part of the Latinx diaspora, please check it out and participate. That would be dope. and Christina says, here's a pic of my vision board. I centered it around working through this exhibition and honing my own artistic practice. And her vision board is dope. I'm actually going to print a piece of her vision. I'm going to print her vision board and going to put it online. <laughs> <laughs> That's not how it works. Listen, Can't I do, I be stealing her vision. I do what I want. No, I'm, Stop appropriating I'm, her vision board. I'm not going to appropriate her vision board. But it is, it is dope. It is super dope. Okay. Horrible. So I'm not going to do it. But I thought think about it. It was the really good. Is I know you're right. You're right. I'm not gonna do it. Okay. Um, do you wanna start? Um I think
2: I'm still thinking.
0: Okay. You, All right. Are
2: you okay with starting? Yeah, no, I don't mind. Okay,
0: cool. Okay. So I wanna start with the piece where you talk about um how you recognize that your first show that you did, your first art show included Um, mostly lighter skinned latinx folks um cis queer men and cis hetero women and so that that can be a very narrow scope of folks to include because you were only working with your social circle so i like that you recognized that as problematic and so you're looking to expand in the second show so i think that that's super dope um i think that when it comes to your concerns of including people of uh, more diverse backgrounds Afrodescendiente, afro-latino folks trans latinx folks and all of the other identities that you mentioned and you not being of that identity i think the best way to approach that is you find artists who fit those identities whose work you enjoy yeah whose work other people are enjoying mm-hmm. there may be work that you as a white Latinx passing person does not understand, but you perhaps recognize the artistry in it and you see that other people within that identity group go up for that work. They feel that shit. Mm -hmm. I think that when you identify artists whose work you actually fuck with, you don't at any point have to say, I want to include you because you're black or I want to include you because you're trans or I want to include you because you're from this particular region. You don't have to say any of that shit. You're doing, you are still, like you did the first time, you are still doing an art show that features latinx people yeah period you don't have to say i'm calling you because you're Mm -mm. trans you don't have to say that shit because you're hitting them up because the work that they do you fuck with it and so you don't at any point have to feel like or say that you're picking these people just to fill a quota or because of their identities because because it's mad talented trans latinx artists it's mad talented black latinx artists it's a talented artist in every group that you described Mm -hmm. so at no point do you have to quantify that you're just picking these people because because of their identity because you're not just picking these people because of your identity because of their identity so you don't i don't think that you ever have to talk about that and i think if your intention is to be inclusive and is to be diverse and is to center those who are more marginalized than yourself, your actions will speak to those intentions. Um, So I don't think that you have to say anything about that. Um, I think in the times that we have tried to be inclusive of those outside of our experience, we don't say it. You know what I'm saying? When we've, when we've included, when we've included, we did our listen to black women panel. Right When mm-hmm. we included Diamond in that panel, we didn't include Diamond in that panel because Diamond is a trans woman yeah. who has a podcast. We included Diamond in that panel because Diamond has a good podcast.
2: And Diamond has great work.
0: Diamond has a good podcast. Diamond has great work. Yeah. The yeah. Po- the yeah. the panel was listened to black women. Yes. Diamond is also a black woman. That fits what we do. Yes. You know what I'm saying? And in addition to that, we want to make sure that we are being inclusive of voices who are are not our own. But if Diamond had a shitty podcast, it wouldn't be Diamond. No, we would find another trans person with a dope podcast. So yeah. it's not. It's not about. Um, it's not about tokenizing people. It's about fucking with the work that you fuck with, or yeah. work that you know that people within that group fuck with. Because you might not, honestly, real talk, you might not connect with the work of mm-hmm. an Afro Latinx artist. You might yeah. not. Mm-hmm. You know, or, or or the one that maybe people are recommending to you. You might not get it. But maybe figure out, okay, well why does why is everybody else feeling this exactly. work?
2: Exactly. And then it's it's not tokenism if you're doing something simply to check a box. It's obvious from what you wrote in this letter that you're not just trying to check a box. Right. You're trying to be actually be inclusive mm-hmm. and you're trying to actually um be better at using your privilege to give other people the space that they wouldn't normally have. Mm-hmm. Like there's no tokenism right. in that tokenism is like checkbox did it. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't sound like right. anything that's happening in this letter at all. Mm-hmm. You know?
0: Yeah. And I think that when you talk about um, being a um white presenting cis person mm-hmm. and people being um suspect, and wary of that and super cautious when engaging with um, cis white women, you can't avoid that. And I think that that's one of the symptoms of like your privilege. Mm -hmm. And so you just accept that shit. Yeah, There are people who um, have to get to know me a little bit before. There are people who are suspect of me because I'm light skinned, because they have been harmed by light skinned people, Mm -hmm. because things have happened to them that have that involve colorism. That's just it. That's something that I have to accept. There are times when people need to get to know me a little bit before yeah. they feel fully comfortable um, with me. And depending on who you who they are, I'm cool with that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I get that. And so that I think that there are aspects we all have privilege, and I think that when we are existing within that privilege, we need to understand that like you have to accept. That there are people who are not going to always know exactly where you're coming from. Yeah. That's and, just it.
2: And you have to accept it. And it's not like, that's not a problem. Right. You're not being marginalized because mm-hmm. you're a cis white mm-hmm. prison person. Mm-hmm. Like, it's just not. Yeah. So, like, that bit of discomfort is just what you're just going to have mm-hmm. to sit in. Mm-hmm. Um, Because people who are marginalized live and that discomfort, the mm-hmm. fact that you only have to feel it a little bit, is a privilege within itself. Right. So like, you're just going to have to just get over that. Mm-hmm. That this is what it is, mm-hmm.
0: you know? Mm-hmm. So you also mentioned that you don't want to center yourself in this show, but that you'll be participating by doing work centering the community. That includes, you said workshops, zines, surveys, etc., cetera, posing questions to folks in the community about what's important to them. And then you ask here, who should you be talking to? Should you talk be talking to folks within the Latinx community or should, be, should you be talking to white folks? And I think that that depends on your level of comfort to an extent. Mm-hmm. I don't know what your level of comfort is yet with your Latinx identity and your relationship to it. Mm-hmm. If you don't feel completely comfortable, it might be, Um, it might be odd for you to broach subjects of, it might be, it might be awkward for you to be critical of aspects of the Latinx community if you are still exploring, well, exploring that, that, that's an ongoing thing. But if you are still kind of coming to terms with your identity and your space in that world and where you fit in there. Mm -hmm. um and what your role is perhaps that could be awkward to then critique aspects of that community i think it just depends on i don't know i think it depends on what you're trying to do for example we do this show we're not talking to white people
2: uh yeah that's i don't i don't like i hear what you're saying jay but i don't know why you need to talk to white people like you could yeah i don't understand why talk to white people like i get that you do not um hugely or have this huge connection i guess with the latinx experience but you still have an experience Mm -hmm. um and i don't think that you should why can't why can't the experience you have be what you speak to too like why mm. why do you have to talk to white people? Like mm-hmm. I don't think you have to talk to white people. Your experience is not one that's hugely new unique. I know a lot of, lots of Latinx people who do not speak Spanish and I'm sure there's a space for that. Mm-hmm. I'm sure there are lots of other Latinx people who are um who are adopted by white people. And like like Latinx people like you exist as well. Mm-hmm. So you can also find community in that. Um and even though you haven't reach the point where you've come to turn with whatever your Latinx identity is, and that your experience is still a very real lived experience and Mm -hmm. it's not unique, and I'm sure there are many people who have that experience too. So, like, it seems as if you think you are not a part of the experience, and you are. And I think you need to acknowledge that
0: part of it more than you are. Do you think, though... I agree with what you say about talking to white people, especially within this exhibit where it is highlighting the work of Latinx folks and celebrating that. I I think that the elements of that that involve, like, teaching white folks, like, they can come and appreciate the exhibit. They can look, they 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 can look, if you create a zine, they can look at that shit. Yeah, like... read it even if you are not speaking to them they're around they exist they consume art they're gonna come that will happen but i guess my question to you queen is do you think because i feel like there are different ways there are different positions that you can take when you engage any community right Mm -hmm. so do you think that christina should be in perhaps should be engaging the community from a position of critique or engaging the community in some other way you know what i'm saying because she mentions she mentions that she could could she could address her conversation to white folks and you know telling them how to act which they need to learn but that also there's a lot to address within the latinx community when it comes to racism misogyny homophobia yeah. xenophobia yeah yada, yada yada. do you feel like she should be addressing those things within the latinx community as somebody who feels that they are an outsider of sorts
2: I think, yeah, why shouldn't she? Mm -hmm. Like, you are, that's the reason why you feel like an outsider. Mm -hmm. Because of all those things that you mentioned, those are why you feel like an outsider. And I think that there is a space for you. I think that you feel that you don't have, you shouldn't have a seat at the table. Mm -hmm. And you should have a seat at the table. Mm -hmm. Your experience is a very real experience. You can be a Latinx person and not speak Spanish. You can be a Latinx person and have been adopted and immig- you know like mm-hmm. like you 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 still have an immigration story you still have not to say that that is only a latinx experience i'm just right. talking about hers mm-hmm. you still have these very lived experiences that i'm sure other people in the latinx community can um relate to and also realize that they're them and themselves have marginalized you because of these different experiences Mm -hmm. that you have so like i don't think that you should count yourself out when it comes to these conversations and like i get not wanting to sit in your center yourself because you do have a lot of privilege um in comparison to the communities that you spoke about but there's ways for all of you guys to work together to have these conversations like are you the only one heading these workshops? Are you the only one who's writing these zines? Are you the only one conduct, putting together the questions for the surveys? Mm-hmm. Those are things that you, you can do in collaboration with the other Latinx people. So it is still inclusive in that way right like you don't you don't have to do that stuff by yourself either and I don't think you should count yourself out of the Latinx experience Mm -hmm. because your experience is still a very valid Latinx experience right
0: and then when you do it collaboratively there is some level of accountability so you can hold one another accountable Mm -hmm. so things that you might miss someone of a different Latinx experience may catch you know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. as you as you do these zines and workshops and shit like that Yeah, I agree with you. Yeah,
2: so, yeah. That's how I feel about that when it comes to that. But I really, really want you to, I'm not, but I get from the letter. I don't know you personally, so I'm not saying it's what you do. But, like, I want you to stop counting yourself out of that seat at the table. You do Mm -hmm. have a seat at that table. I remember growing up, um, a lot of my friends who were Puerto Rican, Mm -hmm. Some of them didn't speak Spanish and they felt like they weren't a part of the community because they did not speak Spanish. Mm-hmm. And it's not, I only speak one language, so I don't know what that's like to be like shut out of a space because mm-hmm. I don't speak the other language that you speak. Mm-hmm. And there's a conversation there. Something right. should be said. There's some kind of weird xenophobia thing mm-hmm. happening there. Um, that I can't really speak for because I'm not a Latinx person. Mm-hmm. I've only spoke one language. My f- Everyone in my family speaks one language. But there's something to be said about that, mm-hmm. you know, that I – and it could be because I'm not in, the commu- in that community that I don't really hear about. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think it's important. Yeah. And I don't think you should think you're not a part of something um, because of that.
0: Yeah, and I think that there are ways – To me, it sounded like they were trying to find the balance between centering themselves and affirming their Latinx identity. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And I think that you can, to Queen's point, you can include yourself without centering yourself.
2: You can sit at the table just don't sit in the middle of the fucking table. Yes. that's yes, just what it is. Exactly. You know?
0: And that that is something even though my experience as a light-skinned black American is different because the type of light-skinned person that I am with like I have very black-ass features, yeah. you know, my nose is wide, my cheekbones are high, my hair is 4C. it,
2: <laughs>
0: Yeah, so people people rarely question my blackness, yeah. but it has happened. That's mm-hmm. not something that, you know, I have like grown ass friends that I've had who that has been their thing. It's funny to question my blackness. And that doesn't happen anymore. But, um, she killed all those people. <laughs> Allegedly. Right, right. But as a light skinned person, for in a colonial society where your proximity to whiteness is what gets you more centered, I'm still a light skinned black woman. Mm-hmm. So when I'm in places, when I'm in places, I try to be aware of yeah, where at the table am, am I, sitting? I sitting? How much space am I taking? Am I breathing everybody's air? Yeah, you know, like just all of all of that shit, I have to be aware of, and I have to I affirm my place at the table when I have when I have had friends whose butt of the joke was ha ha, you light skin, that's not funny, mm-hmm. that's not funny. I'm not comfortable with that. I'm a black ass black woman. Cut the shit. And it's guess not,
2: what? now you're dead
0: (laughs) (laughs) all my friends are dead Um, and now you're dead right cut that i'm not i'm not here for that are you uh, however if you want to challenge if you want to challenge where I'm sitting at the table. yeah, Am I sitting in a spot at the table? That's exactly. not for me. Am I at wanna... the head of the table? Yes. Not... If you want to challenge yeah. my privilege, that's fine. I'm open to that yes. shit. I'm open to those conversations. Or if you want to actually be funny, we could do that too. Mm-hmm. Okay? I don't mind. Like, we could throw dozens if you're funny. But you can't come at me with the butt of the joke. The, ah, you light-skinned. That's not funny. Be not... funny. Be more clever. Be original. Be original. But yeah, I, I am always, and this is not, this is not something, these are not light skin tears. This is something that I actively do. I'm always thinking of, should I be sitting here in this seat? Am I taking the seat of a darker skinned black woman? Mm -hmm. Am I something that Michaela Angela Davis said about certain aspects of her privilege there are doors that she's allowed to go into because she is a light-skinned she's a light-skinned person but Mm -hmm. she also feels like there are certain doors that if she were not there they would not invite any black person yeah Mm -hmm. and so there are times when she accepts that role and she does it because she knows she is so light that if she weren't there they when they're not gonna hire a dark-skinned woman to do this she's Mm -hmm. just there because of who she is and so she uses it she uses that space. So anyway, my point is it's constantly thinking of those things and navigating that shit at every turn. That's what your privilege, that is your responsibility yeah. when you have privilege. Mm-hmm. It is with great power, which is what privilege is, comes responsibility. Yep. And so you, as a white passing TV Italian who is Latinx, should always you always just always think of those things. In every moment. Always and, be aware.
2: And I wanna say that you already know these things. Yeah. You're very, very aware. When I had my vision board party, you came in the DMs and you you said, mm-hmm. I'm a white present Latin next person, I know your space is a black femme space. Is it okay mm-hmm. if I attend? Right. You already like you you have the like you you seem to have the tools. Mm-hmm. You seem to know what to do. You mm-hmm. seem to know when. and your privilege can fucking take mm-hmm. up space, right? You know, so I think I think you're you're already in the right direction. Mm-hmm. I think maybe you're just a little nervous and it, nervous, and it makes it's uncomfortable mm-hmm. to fucking um, acknowledge your privilege yeah. and actively acknowledge it and actively do these things to dismantle all of this fucking mm-hmm. bullshit. But I, you have the tools. Yeah, like when you when you send when you put that in our DMs, it was like, yeah.
0: What you doing <laughs> yeah you you have the tools and a part of a part of that is when you are using those tools you may be challenged somebody mm, might yeah. say to you okay i see you're trying to use the tools this the way that you're using them makes me uncomfortable mm-hmm. and you as a white presenting latinx person will know to okay let me step back and let me revisit it yes. there have been times where i have been sitting at a table and a darker skinned black woman say something about light-skinnedness that I'm not sure about but I know that this black woman who is darker than me is speaking from an experience that I don't know yeah. so I'm going to be quiet and I'm going to walk away with this and I'm going to think about it for a while before mm-hmm. I say, say anything yeah. before I before I I might ask a question like okay well may I ask you just to get further insight but I'm not going to charge ahead with how uncomfortable what they've said makes me Mm -hmm. or why in this moment I think this is wrong if it's something that I had never considered before Mm -hmm. you know so yeah so a part of that is being comfortable with being challenged being comfortable with someone else being uncomfortable with you and your presence being okay with that you know what I'm saying yeah I agree I think that you're on the right track yeah Thank you for your T mail. And you're fucking welcome. You white passing person. No, I'm just kidding.
2: <laughs> I was like, where's this going? <laughs> what the
0: fuck are you doing? You're welcome.
2: She was nice. No,
0: she was nice. <laughs> she was nice. She was nice. She was nice. Thanks so much for Christina for this letter. Thanks, yeah, this and thank you for good. allowing us to share it. We appreciate you. Okay. I think we did a show. We did a motherfucking show, yeah. yo. This was a cute little spot of tea. I enjoyed it. It was cool. It Mm -hmm. was cool. We will be at South by Southwest this year. Um, We will hopefully have further details ASAP. But if anything, if you don't hear us mention it on the show, be sure you're following us on social media. We will have all the information there. Right? Now you're bilingual? No, I'm not. I (laughs) can only say a few words. I'm Bronx bilingual. I'm Bronx bilingual. We're A little bilingual in the Bronx. Um, I'm bilingual you is (laughs) (laughs) shoal is shoal is hey we have anything coming up besides South by Southwest no (laughs) okay that is correct
2: Uh, be sure to follow us on the social media follow us there we are on Instagram and Twitter at T with QJ we are on Tumblr and Facebook just search for T with Queen and J send us T mail T with Queen and J at gmail.com donate to this podcast by going to our website T with Queen and J Com.
0: That's right. And a reminder, if you are trying to donate to us at PayPal, if it might work for you, and that's what we hope it should work for you by now. But if for some reason you try and hit us up at PayPal and it's still, it's not going to like steal your money or anything. Yeah. So <laughs> if you try it and it doesn't allow you to send us money, you can shoot us an email and mm-hmm. we will make sure that like, we take care of that for you and we'll figure out the a way that you, can um, that you can make that yes. transaction. So we appreciate everybody who sends us money. We use that stuff for show things. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
2: Yeah. If you would like to book us to speak at your school, um, organization mm-hmm. panels, mm-hmm. Um, also send us email yep. twithqueenaj at gmail
0: dot com. That's right. Anything else?
2: Now nah, let's get into these hashtags.
0: Yes. Hashtag Black Lives Matter. Say her name. Stop. Maybe he doesn't hit you. Stop
2: calling trans women.
0: Black Panther so lit. For stayed. the nine nine to two
2: thousands. Why I stayed. Mm-hmm.
0: Um. You okay, sis? Yeah. hashtag T with QJ hashtag Pods in Color hashtag Bag Ladies hashtag Unpack BG hashtag that's say Marsh's plate already.
2: Nope. Hashtag, hashtag
0: Marsh's plate hashtag Interhole Uprising hashtag Queer Walk hashtag Queer Walk Pod and I'm saying queer W O C. I'm not saying queer walk walk with people. You remember say. that listener. Yeah. But you know, people hear things differently. So queer walk. Um, walk it out. Hey, hey, don't get me started. <laughs> Yo, I
2: should go in on that dance. Yeah,
0: no, that was a good time. Yeah. That was a good time. That's all of our uh, Black Baddie Brigade yes, squadron, Yes, hashtag 4C right?
2: for forever. Mm-hmm. Hashtag laid edges. I just made
0: it up. I like that. Hashtag income. Hashtag booked and blessed. <laughs>
2: hashtag booked, blessed. Not busy, because I need a nap. I don't want
0: to be busy. <laughs> I know, that's what I said. I don't, ain't, no, ain't no glory in that. Ain't no
2: glory, ain't in, no that. glory in that. Ain't no glory in that, yo. You don't want to be Kwanzaa aunties, okay? No. Nah. All right. Let's get out of here.
0: Um, we said everything?
2: This podcast... Tell it. ...was produced... Mm-hmm.
0: ...hosted, created by a black girl named... Naima. ...and a black girl named Janicia. Peace out. Bye.
1: ...fucked up too is when you talk... Pro- ...when you talk proudly about black women... Everyone gets upset. Everyone gets mad. Because the hatred of black people is so ingrained that if I go, black women are amazing. Well, you're being racist. What the fuck? Does that even make any sense? That doesn't even make any sense. Black women are the shit. They age the best. They got the best bodies. You motherfuckers age early. Fuck you. You feel me? And you copy everything from black women. You dance like them, you talk like them. You ever see other races when girls wanna get an attitude? They do this shit. They go, let me, I see Asian girls doing this. I see Latin girls, it's black women shit, right? Yeah, you get everything from black women. Even gay white men steal shit from black women. Girl, girl, honey, (laughs) the fuck out of here.